So as we've traveled around the world, we had this idea that everyone should have a chance to be included in getting the same kind of information and knowledge required to make good investment choices. And with that, we decided to put on our own conference online and completely free at Crypto2020Summit.com. Yes, Pizza Mind is very correct. Uh, we are putting on the Crypto 2020 Summit. This is a free online conference from January 29th to 31st. And we want everybody who's listening to this to go sign up. Uh, it's free only for a limited time. This is a conference that you guys can tune into on your computer, at your home. Uh, you could be in your PJs. You could be sipping tea. It's going to be awesome. Every day we're adding more speakers to the lineup. You could go check it out at www.crypto2020summit.com. Pause this episode right now. If you haven't signed up yet, you could do it on your mobile. You could do it on your iPad. You could do it on your Blackberry. You could do it on your MacBook. Do it. Do it. As Shia LaBeouf would say, just do it. And Nike. Okay, bye. Alrighty, good citizens of Crypt Nation. Everybody listen up a little closer than usual right now. Um, this is not an ad. This is actually a disclaimer. Uh, this is a warning. This is a beware sign. Uh, the episode that you're about to listen to is explicit. And so if you are generally listening to this with your kids in the room, on your way to work, dropping them off to school, Please refrain from listening to this episode. We are joined by the notorious John McAfee, who is the founder of McAfee Antivirus. He's kept our computers safe for 30 years, almost. And he's also the cat who has a million-dollar Bitcoin prediction by the end of 2020. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Pizza Mind, do you have anything to say to these good citizens here at Crypt Nation before we get started on the episode? John McAfee is a modern-day Mark Twain. He is a hero for liberty. Uh, he's actually running for president as well, but he's having to do so while on the run from being captured by the CIA for not paying taxes for eight years and preaching that taxation is illegal. Um, he's very much a hero to many people, and in the eyes of many, he's also crazy. So we had a debate. Is he brilliant or crazy? And I came to the conclusion that it is a lot harder for a crazy person to appear brilliant than it is for a brilliant person to appear crazy. So with that in mind, enjoy this episode, which we have left unedited in its entirety the way we heard it and the way we participated in it, just because I thought it was a thing of beauty. And uh, depending on your appetite for vulgarity, it could be... Uh, a thing of ugliness as well, but try and look for the, the message, not the messenger. All right, All right everybody. We're with the man, the myth, the legend, John McAfee. And his better just, half, Janice. And, and his better half. Hello. Now, I, know exactly, I know exactly what you're going to say. You're going to say what always happens when Janice and I are on together. That is, Mr. McAfee, we're so glad that you can be on, but could you please scoot a little over and put your wife in the center? And please, and please just say as little as possible. 
I hope we get to hear uh, plenty from both of you guys today. And, and you know, thank you guys for taking the time here. Whereabouts in the world are you right now? If you could reveal such information, we are uh, in our skin. We're in <laughs> our skin. If I if I if I told you that, I'd have to hunt you down and kill you. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Bryce, don't you know there's somewhere in a hemisphere? <laughs> well, what, why are you guys we always on the run? We are not in the western. We're not in the western hemisphere. I will tell you that. Well, good. I'm glad you guys are safe wherever you are. Thank we, you. We are. We are indeed very safe. Good. Good. So one of the things that uh, we, we went through maybe a hundred different questions that we wanted to ask you guys and we had to pare down. But the one question I have to get out is I want to know the love story between you two, you know, to hell with all the other stuff. How did you and Janice meet and fall in love? Oh my God, I'll let Janice deal with this. Well, no, I will lead up to it. Okay, so uh, this was after my escape from Belize. I was in the Guatemalan prison. Uh, I was there for a little over a month, no big deal. Uh, when I was finally released um, and deported to the United States, they deported me to Miami. I was just glad to be deported anywhere. I did not have a dime to my name. The Belizean government had stolen uh, all of my money, all of my property. Um, and I was broke, but I was happy to be out of the Guatemalan jail. They're not comfortable jails, to be quite frank. Um, I ended up in uh, Miami. Uh, I went to South Beach, checked. I had no money, but I checked into a hotel that knew me. And I said, I promise you'll get your money. They said, no worries, sir. Put me in a room. I then, since I had not had a decent cup of coffee in a month and a half, went to a coffee shop. This was one o'clock in the morning. Janice, take over. Two o'clock in the morning. Two in the morning. Okay. Yeah. And so at the time, I was a working girl. Um, that means a prostitute for those that don't know what a working girl is. But I was working <laughs> as a prostitute in South Beach. And I had been with my pimp for about 10 years. And it's a long, sordid story. But basically, I was getting the shit beat out of me on a regular basis and it was a very abusive relationship and it just took me a long time to leave. So whatever. Anyway, so the night that I met John, I was with a friend, um, another girl that I worked with and we were actually um, leaving South Beach and I walked past, we walked past John and, you know, our eyes met and I nodded and smiled. He nodded and smiled. And then um, when I passed him, I looked back and I caught him looking at my ass. I'm like, okay. But, 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 but. She, looked, she looked back. <laughs> she looked back. Yes, I did look back. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we, when we got to his hotel, what I did, I didn't know it was a hotel, but as we approached it, the security guard that worked the night shift came outside because, you know, girls night girls that work at nighttime, you have a relationship with these gentlemen because they know who's in town. They know the police activities. They, you know, they kind of know the feel for what's going on that night. So, um, so the gentleman told me that he was like, you know, do you know who that is? And I'm like, no, who is it? He's like, that's John McAfee. And so I'm like, okay, well, who the fuck is that? And so he's like, okay, well, do you know the McAfee antivirus? And so I was like, yeah, I know who that is. So he said, well, that's the guy that created it. I'm just like, really? So I thought about it for a second or two. And then I told my girlfriend, I was like, come on, let's go. So we, we jogged slowly, quickly down the street <laughs> and to catch up to him. And he was at the coffee shop. I, would, I was already yeah. sitting and already ordered my coffee. Yes. I was just, I was just in hog fucking heaven. <laughs> and, um, 
Uh, he was smoking a cigarette and I asked him, I asked him for a cigarette. And as he was lighting my cigarette, he asked me if we were drugging and rolling old men. And I told him we don't use drugs. And so that was for people that don't understand. That was a very quick introduction of him, me telling him what exactly I was doing out there and him knowing what exactly I was doing out there and that he's not a potential victim. So yeah, yeah my first, my first uh, discussion with anybody in my life is, Listen, I am not a victim. I am a very sweet old man, but please, I know what you're doing. So that was the introduction. <laughs> now, now it was a little, little, not, a little more adventurous than that. I mean, in, in the conversation, she asked a discreet sexual question: "Would you like X, Y, Z?" Now, I had been in a Guatemalan prison for a month and a half. I had been getting more pussy than God. You can get whatever you want, you know, if you have money. So, and I couldn't watch TV. I didn't speak Spanish well enough to catch all the jokes and nuances. So I'm just stuck in a cell. So I fucked all day long. And so when she made this offer, I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> that's the last thing in the world I'm looking for. I'd like a break from all of that, actually. Um, that's love. Right, and and I, I and I knew she was special because, and I knew she did not know who I was. Uh, I knew that because she didn't get down on her knees and beg me to fuck her. <laughs> she, she doesn't. She doesn't know who I am. So and that's that's always a plus, right? So <laughs> that's how we met, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That's now, falling in love didn't happen um, until some years later. Many, but, it took many years yeah. for us to actually get love or and true friendship into the equation. I mean, yeah. she was dragging a whole bunch of baggage with yes, her. Yes, I was. And I, I, I had more baggage than God. <laughs> well, well, John, I, I, let's let's bring it all the way to the top. And so me and Pizza Mind, we're in our 20s and early 30s, uh, and we're big crypto guys. But the reason why we're in crypto is kind of just because we think that the government's fucking us over in a lot of different ways. And would you echo that sentiment? First of all, I would like to ask a question and, and yeah, I don't please. often get a chance to do this, but you mentioned you're all in your twenties and thirties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I could be your, I could be your great grandfather. Okay. And I am always amazed that my, that my following are people in their 20s and 30s, what the fuck do you have in common with me? Not that I'm in the least bit reluctant to, to mingle and have fun. And, you know, my wife is barely 17. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm old enough to be her grandfather. So you I'm certainly what? old enough to be her I think But what is, it, what is it that attracts the young people to me? Because it's a mystery. I think I think it's because you are so different. And all the old people that we know are very angry, they're very rigid in their rules, and you're just not like that. We want to find out how you lived your life to end up happy and healthy and your own person. I was just saying, whenever we hear you speak, it's just you speak intelligently and you know you created software that ran most of the world and like protected us. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I grew up, my, my dad knew who you were, right? Like I told my dad that I was interviewing you and he like was so fucking stoked. He's like, are you kidding me? He protected our entire like life, dude. He's like, you don't understand how much of a legend I is. And <laughs> I'm serious. And so like, 
up and down the chain, you're just a legend. And so it's it's super exciting to okay. get so let me answer the question. <laughs> um okay, first first and foremost, um I have never considered myself special, exceptional, different than anybody. And I, I think Janice, who's been with me for seven years, am I exaggerating? No, no, it's not exaggerating. I, I'm I'm just like everybody. Um, I just happen to have a name, which brings with it good stuff and bad stuff. Okay, yeah, that's the only fucking difference. And what's a name? Nothing, nothing. I've never considered myself different than or separate from. And the people that I absolutely avoid are other people who have founded companies and, and, and are rich and go to the country club and buy their yachts and talk about nothing but money and themselves. Well, I'm sorry, that never interested me. Um, the question was government and crypto. Is that, is that the right question? Correct. Uh, I mean, that's oil and water. It's never going to mix. There are going to be two outcomes. One, governments win, meaning we are stupid enough to buy into the crypto dollar when it shows up and the crypto pound and the crypto euro, um, which they go, see, we're giving you everything you want in crypto. You can have your own wallet and do your own thing. The negative is going to be that, of course, we're going to monitor every fucking thing you do. There's going to be one more hook that covert agencies and every regulatory body is going to have to discover what you're doing, when, and with who, mm-hmm. including all of your finances. Now, what about me? Is that what you want? I don't think so. The do other they already outcome, do that through pardon? the banks? Do they already do that? Like I, all of our credit card history? Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, but see, here's the problem with banks. You got to check. You got I mean, it's impossible to reconcile. It is hard to know exactly. But if they're watching every, because number one, you go to the bank, you take out a thousand dollars in cash, and you, who knows what you do with that shit? True. That's very true. All right, that's going to be gone completely. We're moving to cashless society. And they keep noticing every Monday you pay seventy-five dollars to some dude for some unknown quantity. They're going to check into it and find out you're buying weed from a local dealer, whatever. So that's that's option one. Option two is. We use our common sense and we grow a pair of balls. And we realize that for the first time in human history, we have been given a technology that's world changing. And that technology did not come from a secret government program or from Apple or Samsung or IBM. It came from the people. And we were the first to use it. And we must be the ones to keep it. When the, when the crypto dollar comes out, we can all smile and go, what a great idea, and fucking ignore it. Or just use it for things that you don't care or you're being monitored. Yeah. But when you care, you'll go and use Monero and a distributed exchange so that nobody can ever know who you are and what you did and with whom. This is option two. If we don't accept or choose option two, then there is no hope for humanity. Because this is like the gift of fire from the gods. It's in our hands. And we're playing with it like children. We're using it like let's get into the market and make money. God, no, that is not purpose. 
The purpose is to buy and sell goods and services freely, trustlessly, in a distributed fashion that takes power from the Fed and the banks and the government and puts it in your hands. Yeah, that's, that's so well said. Crypto. Yeah, I, I feel like I want to clip that and just make that the intro to our show. That was so well said. Like every, every episode is yes. just going to be John McAfee's low, sexy voice. Yeah. <laughs> so many goods and services. Hey, hey, John, can I ask you a personal Stop question? Making Stop making fun. I know you guys won't say, okay, thank you, Miss McVie. You can leave now. We'd like to talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> no Don't go no. anywhere. There's so John, much more. John, at one point in time when you were building McAfee, and maybe now or, or at some point in your life, you were a billionaire. Is that correct? I was building what? A billionaire. Well, I mean, billionaires never say they're billionaires, do they? I mean, if you ask someone that question, you're never going to get a right answer. Huh. You're going to get yes from the people who are broke and no from the people who are. Um, I, I just always wanted to know what it would be like to, here's the, here's to be a billionaire. Of, here's the beauty of crypto. The beauty of cryptocurrency is that it makes finances your business and your business alone. Mm-hmm. And if you want to share that with the world, feel free to do so. I would not advise it. There you Fair have a point. Fair point. So Fair one of point. the questions that everyone who's listening needs to know, is the government really after you guys and why? Like, have they sent you a cease and desist letter? What's, what's really going on? At a high which level. We've, we've, we've twice. Yeah, and which government? government? Uh, and the U.S. government. Uh, well, actually, there are many we can't go back to now because we've fucked up a lot in the past few months. But no, um, the U.S. government, we've already published um, the um, uh, the documents for the grand jury to indict Janice and I. It was from our lawyer in Tennessee. We got um, it from two sources. Yes, our, uh, yes, we got it from two sources. But our, it was our lawyer in Tennessee that was served with this paperwork saying that they had to turn over all sorts of information about myself and John and for other people that worked with us. And so, yeah, that, that happened. I think the indictment came down 22nd of January. 22nd of January this year. That was an indictment wow. from, from the IRS. Now, I haven't paid taxes in over eight years, almost 10 years. Uh, and I, every year I tell the government, I'm not paying this, I'm not filing. No, I haven't filed, period. Uh, I haven't committed fraud because I haven't said yes or no about anything. Right? just didn't file. They never bothered me until two years ago when I started speaking out about how cryptocurrency, privacy coins, and distributed exchanges will free you from, even if you want, paying taxes. You don't want to pay income taxes? Don't. No one's going to know what you've made and not made. I mean, if you're careful and don't buy Porsches and fill your driveway with them. Um, so, so, so please, this is when they came down on me when I started speaking out and we've done nothing wrong. These are bogus charges. I mean, I hadn't filed taxes. It's not even a goddamn crime. Look it up. But they're saying, well, no, it goes way beyond filing taxes. You've been money laundering and racketeering and please God, please God, 
you know, all those charges will be dropped after I am arrested. And then whatever minor thing I'm charged with won't come to trial for 10 years, during which time I'll rot in prison and can't talk to the world. This is their goal. They're probably going to try and make you undergo a sex change, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If that were part of it, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't choose this, but, well, fuck me, it's probably going to be an adventure. I don't know. Um, but as a result, we're, we're, we are communicating wow. from, from a Faraday cage in an undisclosed location. Uh, in an undisclosed region of the world, other than we are not in the Western Hemisphere. That's, That's all amazing. So what is life like always on the move? Um, well, it's not been like this the entire time we've been together. Yeah. It's only been like this since January. Okay. Not um, true. Now, for an entire well, year, we were running, literally. Well, okay, that was different. It's well, different people are after us. <laughs> what can I tell you? Okay. Anyway, I'll let her talk. Shut up. No, but, no, <laughs> you don't have to shut up. Um, it's, but it's not, I guess it's not been like this for me the entire time. You know, we were in Tennessee, living in Tennessee for what, four years. True. Um, True. no, we were, we didn't, we weren't able to travel everywhere. We weren't able to go to all of the conferences that John was invited to because of, um, certain areas were a lot more dangerous than others for us to be in. But, but it's been pretty, pretty normal, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't really notice. I don't really notice it until maybe the holidays, you know? When people are with their families and stuff. And, and we can't be. Yeah. What advice would you have for other people that are trying to challenge the system? Like what's a maxim or a, a rule of thumb or something? Don't lose, don't lose heart. Don't lose, don't heart. lose heart. And yeah. this cell, cell, phone cell phone are their entry point. Hmm. End of story. Um, if you have one, I don't care how good you are at keeping secrets and putting anti-spyware software, it's hopeless. They're going to, if they want to, listen to you and watch you even when you think the fucking phone is turned off. Because you can Whoa. turn this thing off and the screen will go blank and go, oh, it's off. No, <laughs> it's all under software control. That's one of the major problems. So this is how you're tracked. You're not carrying this when you go out. Trust me, they are not going to find you. Wow. We do not carry these things. No, we, don't. we don't carry these things. Uh, they're in our communication room. That's where they will stay. Nothing. No, when we leave this room, which, trust me, is, is shielded by multiple layers of VPNs and things you can't possibly imagine, um, while we're in this room, no one will find us. When we leave this room, we have no electronic gear. We cannot be traced. This is the secret. This is, I know what they say, I'm not giving up my cell phone. You don't have to. Then be monitored if you do something that needs monitoring. No, I'm not everybody's situation is like mine. Although the right. monitoring isn't done. There's no people listening. No, there's, there's AI and massive supercomputers listening for keywords like, Revolution, uh, extremist, bomb, uh, gun, things of this nature. Ah, that's the thing. So then the next layer of AI starts looking at it more closely. And if it's suspect, then a bell is rung and a human comes in and starts listening to see what's really going on. This is happening to everybody. Please, God, see the truth of this. Wow. 
Was it happening at like the NSA or is it the CIA or is it who's doing the listening? Google? We have we have 14 covert agencies. Well, yeah, Google's a part of it, but they're not the requester. Uh, NSA, CIA. Uh, we have military intelligence, the Army, Navy, Air Force intelligence, Secret Service, 14 covert agencies within the U.S. government. Now That all have those sorts of rights. Yes, yes. And all of those. Are are get are getting feedback from the massive computers that are that are listening to conversations, looking for keywords, key phrases, or names. Like if you want to be monitored, use the name John McAfee in a fucking phone call. Well, for the next month, <laughs> are they listening know? to this call right now? Do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, get in here. Li- we need to have a conversation. If you're listening, uh, you keep my family safe. <laughs> well, well, listen, I mean, hang on. You should have used your common sense. I can't be responsible now for what's going to happen to you. After oh, God. Bryce, so <laughs> I told you hanging out with me was going to get you in trouble. Nothing's going to happen to you, but you might be monitored. You might get course. harassed, maybe. <laughs> You know what's funny? You know what? I had two very interesting things happen to me yesterday that have never happened before. A, the first thing I, somebody blatantly, some chick in an all black car, all blacked out, black glasses, literally tried to T-bone me yesterday. And it was pretty fucking scary. And I never had, like, she just was at the stop sign. Boom. Went right through it. Right when I was going, I was like, what the hell? And then like, didn't look at me. And like, I swerved away. That happened. And the second thing that happened was some guy had a heart attack right next to me on the plane on my way to San Francisco. And I was like, and we had to stop, turn the plane around, land at LAX, and he got wheeled off. And I was like, those are the two of the most strangest experiences. And now I'm interviewing John McAfee. And today well, could be... Those experiences, are, those experiences are easily explained. I mean, Someone clearly, drank the wrong drink. Clearly, no, no, no. Clearly, <laughs> uh, you didn't pay... Uh, a hooker, the appropriate amount she expected. And therefore, God damn it, Bryce! I told you to tip properly. When she when she was unsuccessful, I mean, she's wearing dark glasses and well, it's a hooker. When she was un, unsuccessful, she had one of her flight attendant friends, and flight attendants many times are, you know, on the side professional women. One of her flight attendant friends tried to poison you, and she put the poison in the wrong drink. I mean, good God, man. You should negotiate amounts before you shut the door of the hotel. <laughs> Wise words. Wise words. So speaking about secrets, we want to know about the McAfee decks. What is the purpose behind the McAfee decks, and what makes it different than all the others? Uh, well, okay. Well, it's it's different in every respect. I can I can talk about number one. It's truly decentralized. We hold no funds. We ask for no information. We don't care if you're in America or China or Tierra del Fuego. <clears throat> we um we don't ask for an email address, no document, nothing. You just get on and start trading. It's it's that's the decentralized part. The distributed part is we have portals. We have over 30 portals now that are up and running. And these portals are other websites with different domains that people go, yeah, I'd like to run a portal. You want a portal, you get a half a percent of the transactions coming through. Um, I mean, half, no, no, point zero half. okay. In any case, you get a little money. 
Uh, we don't charge any listing fees. Uh, you want to list something, we have a button at the top of the page, say, add new token. Give the technical specs, you're now listed. Uh, we, we have no maker fees. We only have a quarter of a percent taker fee. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that little amount is funding all of our developments and, and costs. Um, why did I do this? Because the SEC is not a happy camper. <laughs> no KYC, no, um, no money laundering of, of, uh, issue. Nothing. We don't give a shit. Uh, now, we put it on the Ethereum blockchain, and we'll be putting it on every blockchain that we add. Uh, once it's on there... I'm sorry, I, I can't take it off. I mean, it's, it's, it's an immutable record of events. These smart contracts are there. I can't shut that down. And they'll say, well, we're going to take away your MaccabeeDex.com. I go, well, I give a shit. We have, we have a thousand other ones, other portals. Who cares? Um, you know, and, and so all I can say is, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know you wanted information else. Of course, I would have built it in, but it's too late now. And so I went on the line and I did what had to be done, which is to give the people a truly decentralized and distributed DEX. Now, right now, all we're, all we're using are the ERC-20 tokens or ERC-20 through ERC-140 plus Ethereum, DAI, and so on. Um, we'll be adding Tron next week, then EOS, NEO, Binance, and by the first, the end of the first quarter of next year, we will have cross-chain transactions. So at that point, we'll be just like Binance, except we'll have every coin in the world. Wow. I mean, already 500 new coins have been added in the three weeks we've been live. 
Um, so this is my gift to the people. Um, you know, you're not on the line using it. I mean, they can, the U.S. can say, no, you can't go there. How the hell they, they, they going to know? We've got a thousand portals. And you go through whichever one you want. They can't stop it all. They can't monitor anything. Um, so, yeah, they, there you have it. And we're anyway. doing our best are doing our best to make it absolutely perfect. The first truly distributed decks. That's are incredible. To also have Bitcoin uh, a part of this. We don't, have, we, we don't have Bitcoin. Bitcoin Bitcoin is a problem uh, to for a distributed exchange. Number one, it doesn't support smart contracts. Um, it's an old uh, ch- uh, technology chain, blockchain. It's difficult. So we're going to do that last. I mean, we may have to. Uh, bite the bullet and do atomic swaps on that. I don't know, which will make Bitcoin slow, but it's slow anyway. So we will do the best. Do you think that, do you think that Bitcoin is going to be the currency of the future or, cause I know you have the big bet about, you know, Bitcoin's going to be a million dollars. It can't possibly be the currency of the future. Number one, there's no privacy. Number two, it doesn't support smart contracts. I mean, Jesus God, there are a thousand reasons. However, it was the first, it's the grandfather, it's the word everybody knows. It's a store of value. It's it's an entry point to cryptocurrency. But no, it can't be. I mean, whatever coins are going to be uh, pr- predominant are going to be privacy coins and coins with facilities similar to or added to smart contracts. I mean, uh, I mean common sense will tell you that. And, of course, coins that... Um, you can transact quickly. I mean, DAI, I mean, the only true stable coin, how long does it take to do a transaction? Five seconds has been the longest I've ever seen. Um, would you rather do that? And it's stable. And then, by the way, stable coins are, are our goose that laid the golden egg. Because now, if the market's going haywire and you get out, what do you get out into? Fiat. But if you have a stable coin on the exchange, get out into the stable coin. I mean, DI never varies more than 1% up or down from the U.S. dollar. God almighty, how more safe can you get? At least as long as the dollar is valid. So stable coins, distributed exchanges, and privacy coins make the, the on-ramp and off-ramp unnecessary. Outstanding. So besides the McAfee decks, what are some things that you see being built in blockchain that you think is pretty cool? Well, I, a lot of cool things. I mean, it depends what you mean by cool. Uh, I mean, there's Coin Metro, there's change, there's uh, uh, Give Bitcoin, there's uh, two years ago, all kinds of stuff. Two years, ago, two years ago, I was approached by a group of, of women creating uh, the pink coin. Okay. Um, it was a group of it was a group of professional women uh, understanding the limitations of things like credit cards and trying to get that, you know, $300 of cash out of the average man's pocket uh, without denting his ability to maneuver. Um, it's difficult. If you had a cryptocurrency that your wife didn't get a, a notice in the bill every month going, um, uh, you're in Miami. What's this $300 for professional services? Right. No. So that's gone. Um, no one can monitor it. It was a privacy coin. And that didn't pan out. But, but I wish it had. I, that would have been a great, a great application for it. Uh, right now, 
the number one application is still, and probably will be for the foreseeable future, the supply chain. I mean, th this has been begging for a solution for 200 years. Um, and it is. These, every, everybody's implementing it now. Walmart has implemented it. And, of course, they need it more than anyone. Um, medical tokens like Docademic, you know, where you've got an application that tried out, downloaded the Docademic, uh, push a button, like the doctor button, you know, and so I just fell. I think I have a broken arm. They said, well, show me the arm. And, you know, pull your sleeve back. Can you move your arm like this? No, it's not broken. Go to a doctor tomorrow and get an x-ray. They also have a thing called cool emotions. You press a button and a psychologist comes on. I'm standing on this, the San Francisco bridge about to throw myself off. I think, oh, wait a minute. One last resort. Press this button. I've never tried it. A psychiatrist wow. comes in immediately and goes, what's the problem, son? Uh, my wife left me. She's been having an affair with my next door neighbor, who was also my best friend. And they ran off together and took my truck and the dog and all of my money. What's that? Oh, son, step down off the bridge for a minute. Let's talk about this. They actually have that today. Now, that's an application, is it not? Um, that's going to put country music out of business. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. I mean, the guy may be standing up on the bridge singing the, you know, the sad tale before he jumps. You know, my wife she left me and took the dog. She was fucking my neighbor, just like a frog. <laughs> 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 hey, okay. hey john have you have you have you ever met satoshi i feel like of all the people perhaps you might okay first of all everyone wants to know who satoshi is we all know uh the dozen or so people involved in the development of bitcoin dr adam beck even craig wright he, we, nobody denies he was there it's just what part did he play we know who they are Satoshi is merely the one of them that was chosen to write the white paper and sign the name Satoshi. If you want to know who Satoshi is, this is trivial. Every single one of the people involved in the early development have written technical documents, and they're all available on the Internet. You have the white paper, sufficient words to do a... Um, an authorship analysis using authorship software and figure it out. I mean, let me give you a clue right here and now. Okay. In the Satoshi white paper, there were two things that were extremely apparent. Every spelling of a word spelled different between American English and British English was spelled in the British way. Clue number one. Clue number two. Every sentence in the white paper had two spaces after it. That's the minority opinion for how many spaces after a period. Now, why don't you look at all 12 of those white papers that people wrote and see how many were British? Only two. And of those, which one used two spaces after a period? Only one. Good God, people figured it out. Yeah, I've, I read something about that. Um, no, not Craig Wright. It was Hal Finney. Oh, Hal Finney. Yeah. But yeah, doing that that uh, type of penmanship analysis—that's what people have determined. But you know, rest in peace. 
No one okay. will ever really know. Al Penny, case, Al Penny did not double space after period. Well, there you go. There goes that theory. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to do some research. He bunked. This call. Yeah, but please, God, no, no one researches anymore. Everybody says, who is it? Who is it? Anybody know? Who knows? So, so, use your heads, people. I mean, 10 minutes of your time is all you need. But I'm not going to say who it is, nor whether, nor whether I have met Satoshi. or even enough. eToro is one of the largest trading platforms in the world with over $1 trillion in trading volume on the platform every year. And they're some of our good friends and they're a great sponsor. U.S. customers can trade the most popular crypto assets and your fees are extremely transparent. So if you're not ready to trade yet, uh, you could also practice building your portfolio with the eToro virtual trading feature. They give you $100,000 of virtual money and you could start playing around with it and not have to risk any of your real money before you get comfortable with the markets. And best of all, you can connect with 12 million other eToro traders around the world, kind of like a social network for trading, to discuss charts and all things crypto. So go ahead, create an account today at eToro.com slash crypto 101. That helps us, that helps you, that helps them, and makes everything possible here if you guys use that link. So guys, start building your portfolio the smart way eToro is crypto trading made easy. All right, back to the show. So let's ask this question, just uh, deviating from Bitcoin and back to the US dollar. The Fed has been printing more and more money lately that makes 2008's bailout look like party favors. At this rate, is the existence of the US dollar really finally threatened? What do you make of this? I, I, think, I think the existence of, of every national currency is threatened by not Bitcoin, but by cryptocurrency. I mean, Bitcoin in itself is not threatening. I mean, for example, the government could live with it if we use Bitcoin. Why? I mean, if you publish your wallet address on your Twitter page or, or you and I do business, I've got your wallet address, dude. From now on, I can go and see what's in there, where it came from, where is it going forever. And if the banks did that, if, if a plumber came to your house and you wrote him a $40 check for fixing your sink, he went to the bank and said, hi, uh, I got this check from Mr. McAfee. Would you please notify me every time another check goes in or out? And also, please tell me what's his balance right now. Would you be a happy camper? Hell. No. No. Uh, so <laughs> right off the bat, the government's okay with Bitcoin. <laughs> because if I can do it, they can do it. They're not okay with Monero, Apollo, Zcash, all of the privacy coins. No, they are not happy with that. The government put out an RFP, a request for proposal, last December for anyone, irrespective of cost, who could lead a program to break the Monero encryption. Well, it ain't happening, <laughs> not with wow. current computer technology. And so that threatens them. That, that's, that's what is the threat to the dollar, the pound, the euro, all of it. Because governments understand that if we all do that, we all use privacy coins and distributed exchanges which can't be shut down, they're not going to be able to collect a dollar in taxes ever again. Yeah. Do you think that the threatened, like, do you think that borders are actually threatened here and like actual statehood and stuff? Because I know that, you know, money is one of the main reasons why you have borders. 
Well, of course they're threatened. <laughs> I mean, if we have a universal currency, well, then all of the control mechanisms that governments use to solidify their borders, like excise taxes, mm-hmm. duties on Chinese goods and things like that, become meaningless. <laughs> they can't do it because they can't monitor it. Yes, of course, it's a danger to the entire world order, which is why I keep saying, be prepared, people. I mean, are you going to give in and, and go back to being slaves forever, or are you actually going to bite the bullet, grow some balls, and say, okay, I want to do this thing? Because I mean, what's the worst that can happen to the average person? Marijuana has been illegal in America for 75 years. And I know people who smoke weed. I, I don't even know anybody who doesn't. And so all the laws in the world did not stop that. Why? It's something you do in private with your own, with yourself or with friends, your loved ones. Can't be legislated. Mm-hmm. What about cryptocurrency? You can do that in private in your home. It can't be regulated. Don't have to leave. Go to a bank and fill out a form in order to wire money. You are completely invisible to the system. Yeah. This is what we have to become. Kind invisible of in, in, in stark contrast to the whole thing that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is trying to roll out with Libra. I mean, we saw him on on testimony or in Congress. And I mean, a Congress is fucking clueless. Uh, they, they just have no idea what's going on. It's so clearly clear. Like they just make it so clear, but like, does Mark Zuckerberg have any idea what's going on? I mean, I, I got to imagine he's a really, really, really smart guy, but is it, what's his deal? What's going on? Give us a read. Well, I, you know, I don't know him personally. I've never even had dinner with him. So I can't judge his, his personal opinions, grievances, or, or otherwise. But I do know that Libra is the worst thing for cryptocurrency. Mm. I mean, it is a perversion of the intent. It's designed so that Facebook and then, of course, the government and regulatory bodies can monitor every fucking thing you do. Yeah, it's convenient. Oh, how convenient is this? You know, it's always your first taste of free heroin. Mm. It's really amazing that Congress was too dumb to see that he was literally serving up the entire world to them on a platter. And yes. they simply yes. just yes. didn't recognize it. Exactly. Yes. Thank, thank God for that stupidity. Thank right? God <laughs> for, that, for that insulated, narrow view of reality, which allowed us to escape at least that one a combination of facebook slash u.s government cryptocurrency well fuck me that's a difficult thing but no now it's just facebook and the government and the government's probably going to cripple them for 50 years so well now it might be facebook and china government yeah that's true now china yeah let's talk about china yes we're all sitting here ignoring the most populous country on earth and per capita, the most productive. Mm. Um, and these people are not stupid people, <laughs> right? Why is it suddenly China's going, all right, it's time to turn the switch, buy up all the Bitcoin, do this, do that, and we're going to come out with our own currency based on God knows what, who cares at this point, whatever it's going to be, it is going to be a jewel. And it will be like the devil himself tempting you with a host of Bangkok 
prostitutes. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, maybe I got sex on the brain. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had to get out of bed to come and do this. <laughs> what do you apologize for disrupting your morning routine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, of all the of all the hot spots in the world that could potentially be the spark that lights up World War Three, maybe it's the things that are going on in Syria or Lebanon. Maybe it's the things that are going on in Hong Kong, Area Fifty One. There's a whole, you know, North Korea. Like, what is it in your mind that is the most sensitive or fragile uh, hot zone in the world? The people themselves, right now. I think the people are feeling empowered by a number of things. Social media allows people from completely disparate parts of the world to communicate one-on-one in real time. So what's happening in Catalan? Well, when the government came, it's been beating up old ladies in the street. Okay, well, awesome. That's something you would not know without the freedom of the internet and social media, which is still moderately free. Um, so the, the biggest problem is going to be, what are people going to do? I mean, already Hong Kong is erupting in the streets. Who would have guessed? I mean, talk about the most controlled and mild mannered culture in the fucking world suddenly erupting into violence. Mm. Catalonia, it's been 300 years since the Catalonians have risen up and said, we want our independence. We're tired of being subservient to a corrupt government, or which they consider corrupt. I'm not calling Spain corrupt. Um, it's happening everywhere. Now, if this is not focused, if we have one group here that's, well, I, I don't like the taxes, and another group here, well, uh, we don't like the rural landscaping rules, or whatever it is, then we are going to fail. If we can all agree on one thing, what is the commonality of our requests? Freedom. We want freedom. Can we just focus on that, people? And if we do, everything else will fall into place. One of the things I often think about is at what point do you cut bait and bail? You know, you, you want to protect your homeland, you want to protect your friends, your family, your people, your nation. At what point do you say, this isn't working, I should spend the rest of my days just somewhere else? Or do you continue to fight until your days are gone? What do you think? Um, you only have one option. As far yes. as I'm concerned. That's what option do you have? Walk back into your cage, yeah. close it, and give the key to your masters. We'll continue fighting. Does the fighting hurt you? No. There's no blood on your face. There's no blood on mine, oddly enough. Uh, and we it's just, we, yeah, we're uncomfortable sometimes. We were in jail for four days in the Dominican Republic just three months ago. We're, we've had some rough fucking times, but we're not bloodied. We're merely still fighting. And if you stop, what is the point of beginning? I agree. And what's the point of your life? But is, is that the point where you're, when there is blood on your face, when limbs are cut off, when you know, your friends or family are disappearing or they're used as hostages? Is that the point where you, you turn and cut bait, or do you just stay until the very bloody end? Because I, I have died I, I'm, or something. 70, I'm 74 years old, and the only time I have turned and cut bait 
is in situations like Belize, when the entire Belizean army of 17,000 armed men and all 8,000 police had my photograph and were searching for me. Well, duh. But that didn't stop me from fighting. It just made me realize I cannot overpower 25,000 armed men. Therefore, I want to run, which I did. But I didn't cut bait. I didn't go, I'm giving up. I came to America and started all over again. Right on. Not here. I ran. We, we, we left the Dominican Republic. We were set up by the CIA. We, they almost collected us and got us back to America. Thank God for my experience in dealing with shit like this, which for me is not unusual, but for Janice, <laughs> a serious shock. Um, She's a trooper. I, I had it. Um, and, uh, you know, four days later, we're, we're, in, we're in England. But that told me that the CIA is deadly serious. We were run out of Cuba because the CIA had asked them to return us to America. Cuba, thank God, at that time, America had warships off the coast. And this is five months ago. Called Janice and I in and told me, listen, the U.S. wants you. We're not going to give you up, but we're not going to press it. So we want you out of our country in 72 hours. Wasn't that great? Seriously. I'm out of the country. They go, Listen, he's like, oh, what can I say? It takes us some time to, to, you know, implement these things. We get to the Dominican Republic. We're surrounded by soldiers. The instant we come into port, wow. the instant we come into port, we're in jail. And by the way, I do not recommend Dominican Republic jails, although I've been in many jails. It had mattresses. Good Whoa. God Almighty. In third world. <laughs> I don't recommend going to the Dominican Republic at all. Okay? <laughs> at all. I mean, it, it, so just to get a mattress in jail is probably not worth the trip. No. But but still, I was impressed. I go, fuck me, mattresses. I was happy. I thought, God, I'm going to sleep like, on the This is luxury. <laughs> Have you left this review on TripAdvisor yet? No. I don't know if you heard me. That's the first thing I go, God, mattresses. Because I was jailed with all of my buddies. Janice was jailed in the, in the cell next door. And these cells got no windows. I mean, they have windows, but no glass, just rusted, old iron bars and rusted old cots and, and mattresses that, that looked like they'd been through the Holocaust, but still it was a fucking mattress. Um, well, you survived. And you survived. We are survivors, but we do not give up. I'll promise you that much. So here we are on the run in an undisclosed location because the CIA is so close to me that I simply can't afford anymore to do things like carry a telephone. And neither mm-hmm. can Janice or anybody around me. So we don't. Um, and yet here we are in our tinfoil communication room, uh, talking to you and in good humor, and we're still fucking fighting. Right on. That's I awesome. Will never, I will never give up. Nor will I. I and have, I have children. Janice, if I you give up, orange. what are you giving up? You're giving up your humanity and your hope for your children and grandchildren and for the whole world's children and grandchildren. Who is going to give up understanding that? Yeah, absolutely. And hey, I've, we've, gone, we've gone over. You told them it was $30 a minute over time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bill it to Kevin. It'll come out of his personal account. <laughs> John, thank you guys one, for your time. One, one more question. We've run over, and I've got three, three more interviews tonight. So Okay. Um, all right. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess one, you know, one question that we ask every single person that comes on the uh, the show is if this was the first time somebody had heard a crypto podcast, what would you tell them? You know, they're just now learning about crypto. What's the fundamental first principle of crypto that they need to know? Do your own research. Yes. Believe no nothing, believe no one. Do your own research. And secondly, if you do not know what crypto is, it's trivial. It's a credit card without the card that nobody is watching, that nobody is sending you a bill at the end of the month for, that no one is charging you 5% interest on, that no one can take away from you because you have not paid or whatever. No, it's that. It's the ultimate credit card without the card, without the government, without influences and interlopers digging into your private affairs. I would say that. And thank you very much. That's thank brilliant. you, guys. Thank you so much, guys, for your time. That was an amazing episode. Bryce, we'll record the intro later. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Thank you guys for All right, having thank us. You guys so much. Awesome. That was awesome. Thank you for everything you guys do. For yes, Bye-bye. thank you. Bye-bye. Those are amazing people. Thank you. If you haven't signed up for the Crypto 2020 Summit, pause this episode now. Go to Crypto2020Summit.com and sign up for free. We have some of the best names in the industry that are going to tell you what to expect in crypto in the year 2020. We are only weeks away now, so time is very, very limited while you can still sign up for free. Pause this episode, Crypto2020Summit.com. The dates are January 29th, January 31st. Again, this is an online free conference you could watch from the comfort of your own home, and it's something that you don't want to miss. We're going to get all sorts of price predictions and technology predictions for the year 2020. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.